Sports stories from the 419 in Northwest Ohio brought to you by A Voice You Know. It's time to go around the area and around the Hearn. Welcome to the very first edition of Around the Hearn. And before I get started on this and tell you about all the great things going on in the Northwest Ohio area, I have to point out that John Rawlings, shout out to him, is uh, the guy who's going to get credit for naming this podcast. There were quite a few people. I sit on Facebook one night, couldn't find a name for this podcast, and I've been wanting to get this going for a while. Try to spotlight kids from Northwest Ohio and above uh, the area and try to figure out exactly how to get maybe schools and, and kids who don't get as much press a little bit more notice. And John pointed out that way before everyone else that it should be called Around the Hearn. I kind of fought that. But like I was saying, I had a, a Facebook poll and let everyone name it. If I got 100 likes in 24 hours, it only took 14. So I guess credit to those guys for uh, figuring out that that's what they wanted this to be called. And that, uh, that's the name of it. I'm not fighting it anymore. I actually have started to like it. We'll see how it goes. But a lot of great things in this first episode. I'm thrilled to be able to bring you a little bit about a uh, preview of basketball. Boys basketball starts in about, about two weeks from where I taped this on Thursday the 14th. Talk a little bit uh, to Audeville head coach Keith Utendorf. You hear a lot about uh, North Carolina. We talk about that for a bit. That's one thing we sort of bond about. And then we'll talk to Kelsey Schaefer, who this coming weekend, this Sunday, if you're not doing anything, please go out and support this event. The uh, Northwest Ohio Soccer Coaches Association has got a an all-star game. They actually have two of them that take place in Finley. The boys play at 12, and the girls play at 2. But just a fantastic event for the seniors. Get some notice and get some college coaches to look at them. You'll hear from both of them coming up here in just a bit. Keith Unorf is going to be the first ever guest on this podcast, and it's something that I'll probably never live down. Big news this week in Northwest Ohio and around the area is high school football playoffs. Week number two of the playoffs, week number 12 of the season. I've got a couple of really good games I'm really looking forward to this weekend. Friday night, D3 Region 12. It'll be 9-2 and two St. Mary's. Traveling to Sydney to take on Troutwood Madison. Troutwood at 8-3 and three beat Wapakoneta last week. And really was kind of a close game for a while. I was watching it, uh, the scores, while we were doing the St. Mary's game in Franklin. Rough Riders come away with just a, an insane 14-10 win. They are able to get a stop on fourth down. Keep Franklin out of the end zone and really keep him from getting a first down. But uh, just a, a tremendous win anyways. And the Rough Riders... Now in week 12 again, after getting to the state semis last year, Troutwood Madison, the opponent in week 12, the same opponent as uh, week 13 in uh, 2016. It's weird how it kind of mirrors back-to-back with Franklin and then Troutwood Madison. Different locations, one earlier round. But what should be a heck of a ball game, St. Mary's a much more balanced offense. They've had to be with a loss of Ty Schlosser early on in the season. They don't have a 1,000-yard rusher for the first time since 2013. But Troutwood doesn't have numbers that will jump off the page at you. They don't have a Ravion Hargrove. They've got a couple of really, really good backs and are a proficient offense, but that might turn into a dogfight. That one will be on K94 on Friday night, the pregame at 6.30. And the kickoff at 7 with the one and only Denny Cisco on color. Saturday night, he and I transitioned to uh, Marion Local in Fort Lorman. That came at St. Mary's. Marion Local last week, an easy win. They get... 
nearly every single drive of their game took place in their opponent's territory to start. 77 wins, a winningest program all time in terms of wins in the playoffs. They're second all time in championships with 10, trying to make their ninth straight final. I just want that number to sink in for a while. That That is an insane number. Taking on a Lormy team that put up 60 points last week and has gone seven straight running clocks. You kind of get the feeling it's going to be a cold night. It'll be about 30 degrees, and we'll figure out how to bundle up outside and make that one work. It's a packed press box. Danny and I have got the call. It's 6.45 for the pregame and 7 o'clock for the kickoff, but can't think of a better second-round matchup. Uh, Fort Lormy blitz started Northern last week. Marion Local with a win against Mississippi Valley. And at 56-6, they gave up one bad play towards the end. Kind of made the, the difference in the score from being a shutout. Other games going on on Friday. Really good game in D6, Region 23. Anna, the uh, pole champs, take on Fairview. That game at Harmon Field in Wabacanetta. It's a Fairview team, and it's going to get a really good Anna squad. Anna, of course, beat Minster last week. Winner of that one will take on the winner from Napoleon with either Liberty Center or Archbold. Coldwater last week had a uh, 21 game winning streak in the first round of the tournament snapped they had made the tournament now a uh, state record 23 times in a row but sitting home watching this one the mac uh, with kind of their last couple of hopes in marion local and anna and new bremen new bremen in action in piqua they take on lima perry champions of the nwcc for the first time that's a uh, terrific matchup as well and you look at the way the playoffs go 224 teams make the playoffs 710 Schools finished the 2019 season with an 11-man football team. handful of them were uh, forced to go down to uh, eight-man football, but it worked out pretty good for Holgate. A lot of noise coming up there from the Tigers. Other games taking place this weekend. Division 4, Region 14, Ottawa Glendorf and Wasion head to Defiance. Fred J. Brown Stadium, the beautiful turf they've got up there. Titans have had good luck in the past in uh, terms of uh, programs playing up there. Especially in the tournament, they would love to have that continue. That game on WZOQ Radio, you can find online at zsportslive.com. Division 7, Region 26, this one on zsportslive.com on Saturday night. Lipstick takes on Edgerton all the way up in Napoleon. You can hear that one with Nate Stidham on Zsports Live and Abe Escamilla as well. Winner of that one gets what is one of the more interesting matchups because I it's kind of unpredictable. Patrick Henry will take on Norwalk St. Paul. They go all the way to Fremont. That'll look around at Northwest Ohio and just uh, the smaller divisions, but it's always fascinating to me to figure out exactly how many schools we have in the area that uh, try to talk about because you never really know how it's going to go with uh, different teams, and we're so blessed to have so many good teams in this area, and that just a small look at the football Part of it, we'll talk about basketball, talk about the volleyball state championships in just a bit. When we come back, we'll talk to Keith Utendorf, the very first guest here on Around the Hearn. Harry, what's up with all the new Buicks on the lot? Danny the Dealmaker, those Buicks are the hottest vehicles in the country. Enclaves, Envisions, Encores, people love them because they're stylish, comfortable, well-built, and do everything. And here at Lee Kitzel Chevy Buick GMC, we make sure they're priced right so people can easily afford them. The Enclaves are incredible. Literally like driving down the street in your living room. All the comforts of home right at your fingertips. Danny, the Envision and Encore are smaller versions of that Enclave. Less money, but not less comfort. 
Our lead Kensel Buicks are an amazingly good buy. And they lease well, too. You bet. Come see us and drive one today at Lee Kensel Chevy Buick GMC at 650 West Urban Road in Van Wert. See what we have online at LeeKinsel.com or call us at 866-LEE-KINSEL. And as a sales manager in the pre-owned department, I'll make sure you get the absolute most money for your trade. And as owner, I'll make sure your overall deal is the absolute best possible. Lee Kinsel is your Buick store. Stop by and drive one. You'll love it. Like Chevy says, find new roads. The very first person that will appear as a guest on this podcast, the head coach at Audeville in Keith Dutendorf. I don't know if that's an honor or I, I just uh, couldn't find anybody else. <laughs> well, I appreciate you having us on. I will say that uh, an honor for you. I'm not so sure. I'm not sure if I've re- reached that stature yet, but <clears throat> I have to remind myself that the reason we get along is because we're both North Carolina fans. That is true. That is one <laughs> commonality that we can all agree on. But you guys have, uh, you've had an interesting couple of years. You come over to Audeville. You've got to kind of, Last year didn't really end for you guys, kind of how you would like for it to do, right? Uh, no. Obviously, our circumstances at the end of the year were um, not something that uh, we planned and we definitely tried to adjust to. Uh, but I think at the end of the year, we talked about it. I think physically and mentally, we were drained a little bit from all the different things uh, that had occurred uh, throughout the year. But uh, from our standpoint, the results were what they were, and we don't want those. And I know it's been a, a point of emphasis for us and for our guys to, to try to change that narrative and, and, and kind of have those aspirations sort of maybe uh, a little bit more tangible in, in front of us yet this year. Kind of one of those weird things, you have a handful of injuries going down the stretch, and I know obviously it's not making an excuse thing because Wayne Trace played very well in that game, but – just uh, how much of that maybe going into the early part of the practice season, you can sit down and make sure your guys are right mentally of, hey, that's last year, we learned from it, now we're better because of it. Yeah, you know, the good thing is, is that a lot of our guys are back from the, from those experiences, and so we've taken them and tried to learn from them. Um, but obviously we're still facing some of them uh, as far as, you know, without Ryan going into the start of this year. and. And planning for that and our growth process and figuring out uh, how to how to start the year and continue to progress and get better every day. And, and so we're, we're taking those experiences. But to be honest, you know, it was last year. And, and for a lot of us, we've, we've tried to put as much of that, that behind us and, and maybe use it as a catalyst, sure. But right now, we're just worried about every day coming into practice and trying to get a little bit better. So you can focus on the past and stuff and we, we have it in the back of our mind, but I think from our standpoint right now, we're just trying to focus individually and collectively and getting better every day here in practice. Do you know at what point you might get Ryan back? <laughs> Great question. Uh, timeline undecided. <laughs> I know that um, he's working his butt off right now and he wants to come back and, and we have all the plans in the world for him to do that at some point this year. Um, as far as the timeline, we don't know. Obviously, we're going to be pretty cautious and, and uh, going to have a, a group decision on that uh, with his family and with Ryan and myself and the rest of our coaches. And uh, we're going to be kind of be- delicate with that situation. We uh, we want him to come back and ready to go. I know he wants to come back and he's working his butt off to do it. So um, timeline, not sure, but 
uh, we're really happy with how he's, uh, he's approached this rehab now for a second time. Uh, I give him all the credit in the world for, for pursuing that with the level of, uh, energy and, and, uh, thoroughness, uh, and listening to what the doctors have told him to try to do this. He's, he's a kid that I, I, I have a lot of, um, I feel a lot for him and, and really want him to uh, come back and, and play to the level that I know he expects and, and we hope for. Do you have to kind of be the guy that reins him in a little bit of, all right, I see you working hard, but maybe, you know, you, you can't rush this. You need to make sure, or is it because he's gone through it once already? He sort of, he knows the process. He knows where he's at. He knows when to back off. Yeah, I think, I think nationally, especially when we started practice earlier this week, I think there's a natural inclination because he's, he does look pretty good right now. And he's, he's because of what he's, how he's worked and how he's rehabbed. He's, I think at times he feels like he's almost ready to go. And so there is a little bit of a degree of, of, of holding him back from, from some of that. But in the same sense, I think he knows from past experiences that this is probably the best course uh, for the second time. And, and so we'll be patient and, and let the process play out and let the doctors uh, do what they need to do, and, and we've got a lot of people here in, in town um, that are hoping the best for him and are, are working with him uh, to get him back at some point this year. So we're encouraged by all of that. But, yeah, there is a process of holding him back a little bit from wanting to do as much because he's a very competitive kid. But um, I think he knows, and, and we for sure know, that this is going to have to be a patient process. You look uh, at the Putnam County League, the way that it's laid out this year, obviously a lot of talent coming back in the league. You guys, uh, n- no matter how it turns out, there's a lot of uh, talk out there about how good you guys can be. And is that, again, it, it's kind of another thing on the same line of you have to try to maybe keep that in perspective every day of, all right, if we don't continue to work hard day by day, none of that means anything. Yeah, for sure. And I, you know, you, you speak on the league and you, obviously we know the, the players that are involved here uh, at Kaleida and Columbus Grove who have a lot of returners and, and very quality returners, um, especially at the top. And some of those younger teams are going to get better um, uh, in Lipsick and Continental and, and Fort Jennings and uh, Pandora. I know has got some young kids that are talented, but they're inexperienced. But for us, I think what we worry about is it is hard. I mean, we talk about that, uh, to manage expectations and you know, this community as well as I do. And it's part of the reason why we love it so much in, in, at towns and communities like Ottaville and some of the other local communities, they're fired up and ready to go. And our kids hear it every day. They've heard it for probably the entire summer of what other people's expectations are for them. I think what we talk about and we talked about on day one of practice is, our huddle is, is the people that are in this room that are in the gym every day and, and practice for two hours or whatever it happens to be for that day. And so our expectations can't somehow deviate because of outsiders' perspectives or outsiders' expectations, no matter who they are. So we're just trying to face uh, the problem or the, the, uh, the issue of getting better every day for us individually and collectively. I know it's a coach's cliche and I've said it already, but, Honestly, it's one of those things that um, we do talk about, and we talk about uh, on a on a semi-weekly or semi 
daily thing, depending on uh, what all happens uh, throughout the day and, and what we hear, because they are faced with it every day. So it is something we have to realize, but uh, I think our expectations are our own. And so if those expectations, we can somehow try to meet those, I think everything else will take care of itself. So you're using a different version of the Browns if you're not wearing orange and brown, because I know how much you love the color orange. Then uh, if you're not wearing the green and what is it, Vegas gold? Is that what we're going for this year? Then you're not we're with gold. us? We're gold. We're gold. Okay? I don't know. I don't know. Vegas and whatever. I, I know that's a, that's an interesting discussion too. But, uh, yeah, I and even those people, it's just with the, who our players, our coaches, uh, those are the people that I think that, that matter. And I, I understand parents and, and, and our community are fired up, and that's a good thing. We're happy that that happens, but um, I think our expectations as a group are really what what we want to focus in on and, and just try to get better every day. It, it's interesting, too, because a lot of people are talking about you. Like I said, I, I get a lot of different uh, conversations from different parts of the state, and one big thing that everybody's talking about is your inclusion of flying to the hoop this year. You get to take on Anna and you know, kind of how did that come about and how did you guys get selected for that? Yeah, it was a very interesting process and and I'm not sure how they uh, got a hold of us, but they got in touch with us in the spring and asked if we'd be interested and, and obviously we said yes, we would be very interested, but I know that we had some scheduling things that uh, kind of had to be uh, processed through and, and figured out before we could really say yes, but that's it's something that that term and I, I remember all the way back to its beginning stages I remember playing in it when I was at Ottawa Glenorf as a player it's one of those things that uh, you don't forget I still remember playing in that environment and so for our kids we wanted to try to make that work if it could there were some different things that we had to kind of work through from a scheduling standpoint but I think it's it's a great opportunity for our kids to experience something that we can't always simulate uh, in our in our schedule the way it is right now. So we're excited, and I know the kids were when they found out what was all going on and, and excited to be a part of it. Obviously, you talked about Anna being our opponent, and <laughs> I don't know if our kids know a lot about Anna, and they are still a local team, but I do, and I've, I've found more out as we've tried to uh, figure out kind of the preparations for for that game and beginning to look at them. And I know this, it should be hopefully a fun, a fun game for us to go see in the middle of the season, kind of where we're at and, and against a very, very quality opponent uh, that's going to make us uh, have to really concentrate and focus in on our, our process and how we're going to approach that. And hopefully it should be an exciting, fun game. I'm, I'm hoping that we're ready to go and, and get there healthy and, and uh, have a lot of fun down there. And that's a big weekend for you guys, too, because it, it's something with the way that that game is on a Monday, it's kind of an oddity uh, the way that your schedule works out. Yeah, and that was one of the one of the other stipulations. We, we, we kind of had to have it that Monday. And we uh, That weekend, you talk about that weekend, that's, that's going to be a lot of fun. Uh, we, uh, we play Miller City on Friday night at home and uh, in a league game that, Miller City, I, I forgot to mention them earlier. They've got a lot of young kids coming back that are talented too. And so that's going to be a tough game for us 
Um, and then we go to St. Henry on Saturday night uh, for uh, an experience unlike any other, I suppose. I'm not sure if our kids know kind of the specialty and the, uh, the atmosphere that St. Henry has and the tradition and, and the, it's, it's going to be a lot of fun that we It's going to be a loud game for, for them too, because everything is right on top of you at their court. Yeah. You know, I, I'm trying to remember back when I coached and uh, I coached there one time and I think I, we had a scrimmage down there one time, obviously not the same, but I do remember, I felt like an, an OG, like a Supreme court, where people were right there and it was just one of those type of environments that's really special to high school basketball. So I'm excited for our kids to go find out and see how they, how they uh, play and, 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 and compete down there. And then obviously, like you said, we turn around on Monday with, with the game against Anna at Dayton. So it's going to be a big weekend for us. And even our girls play at Minster that afternoon on Saturday that we're planning on trying to get all of our guys down for and support them. So it's going to be a huge weekend for Ottaville uh, basketball, both girls and boys. So we're excited about it. It's down the road, but we know that it's that it's there, and it'll be here before you know it. You're darn right. Yeah. And all of a sudden, I I was just talking with somebody the other day, and here it is. Here's here's the start of basketball. I don't know if a week and a half or two weeks ago I was ready for it, um, but it's here now, and we're excited with it. And I know our guys are, and they should be because of the work that they put in. So we're ready to go, but. It's a grueling process that goes by pretty quick when it, when it gets rolling. So, Well, I can tell you I'm excited to be able to broadcast some of your guys' games this year, and uh, I look forward to what you bring on the court. I will, say, I will ask you one question before you go because, uh, again, both being North Carolina fans, they, uh, they should be in set for a pretty good year, right? Yeah, I would think so. You know, I wasn't sure, obviously, the, uh, the signing of, of the Anthony kid really, I think solidifies things. I wasn't sure before they got that done, whether or not this would be an exciting year or not. But I think with him, I think he's a difference maker. I, I hope for our sake, we're at least better than Duke uh, more than <laughs> amen, more than more than at least half the time for sure. So when it really matters and, and, and hopefully we can do that, but I'm, I'm looking forward to it. Carolina basketball is one of those pure things that makes everything right in the world to me. So <laughs> I can't wait to watch and see what they're going to do and look like. And, and so, yeah, we'll go from there. I didn't college basketball is here. I know we were talking off air a little bit about last night and the level of basketball. It's going to be rough early, but here it is. And I can't wait to watch some of it, especially Carolina. I'm excited to see them in Vegas. So hopefully they're pretty good by Christmas. Yeah, if you have an extra ticket for that, by the way, I do. It's uh, it's the problem is I don't have an extra plane ticket. Oh, okay. Yeah, well, you got to take that up with my wife. That. She's better company okay. than you. Yeah, that's true. I would agree <laughs> with that. <laughs> but uh, thank you so much for doing this. I, I'm excited about what you guys can do this year, and uh, if there's anything I can do for you, just let me know. Uh, you know, I I appreciate all that you guys do, and and you specifically have been very supportive, not only of of our kids, but, uh, have been a good friend to me. And so I, I appreciate everything and we'll for sure be talking down the road. That's the very first guest on this show in Keith Utendorf, the head coach at Audeville. From classic weddings to corporate galas and seasonal parties, Vaughn's place serves all type of events. 
Make your social affair the talk of the town with their one-of-a-kind catering services. Vaughn's Place sets themselves apart by mixing creative thinking and colorful ideas with the finest culinary ingredients. Don't forget to check out their website at vaughnsplace.net or contact them for details on your event center rental or event catering. That's Vaughn's Place at 419-453-4227 in Audeville and online at vaughnsplace.net. You know, I give that guy a lot of junk. Uh, on the air, but it's such a good dude off the air and does an amazing thing for the uh, Audible program. Just don't ever let him try to count down. He's not very good at it. Uh, if you've got a sporting event, don't hire Keith Utendorf. You look at what uh, the Audible Big Green are going to do this season. And obviously, they're going to do some big things. Speaking of big things, the uh, volleyball tournament just wrapped up last week. Got to see a couple of those games. The uh, Liberty Betting Eagles. Division three state champs, first time they beat Independence in the uh, just longest, craziest match. Congratulations to the Eagles. They go five sets and pick up a uh, state title. Just another team that you can tell when you see teams early on that they really like each other and it becomes a much bigger thing because then they sort of play for each other. You get things done that maybe... You wouldn't normally, and to just watch that team, they were uh, they were very good, and congratulations to them. It was a big Saturday for Liberty Benton. They actually had three different stops. First, they had the volleyball tournament. Their game started at 11, ended at what felt like two. Then they had state soccer. Unfortunately, they lost 5-1. to one. The girls did in the state finals, and the football team played on Saturday night, and that didn't go as well either as they were eliminated, but... I can tell you there are 714 teams in the OHSA. 713 teams would have liked to have had that, and they nearly had uh, one of the other teams in the state had LB, not one in the regionals in the state semis. I believe it was Kirtland would have had an opportunity to pull off that same thing. But So when you know you're having a good fall, they would like to uh, carry it over into the winter. We'll have a lot of... Uh, Matchups, they play a lot of the Putnam County League teams and obviously Ottawa Glendorf right before the uh, turn of the calendar year. Those are on WZOQ radio. But the uh, schedule is about to get full. You get transition a couple of weeks before the girls and the boys start what is traditionally for basketball in high school the week after Thanksgiving or a couple of days after. It's actually a week before because Thanksgiving is a week later this year. Season starts a week earlier. I hope, just as a finish up to the football playoffs thing, I hope they do not expand the high school playoffs. I really don't like this idea. Yeah, you can bring in extra teams, but you're just making the season a week longer. And uh, Doug Fry had talked about a couple of weeks ago that it really doesn't help out because you take a week of practice away from young kids and you know them getting ready, learning how the season goes. Not a good thing necessarily to uh, to help out, but they might get injured, and I I don't know. Just leave it how it is. It's good enough how it is. Ohio has the best playoff system in all of America for me. College basketball involving a couple of local teams. Got to 2-0 BGSU, the women, with a handful of uh, local players. Katie Hempfling, the standout from our area. Six points a game, 11 rebounds, six assists through the first couple of games. 
They play Notre Dame College on Monday before they hit their Canadian trip around the Thanksgiving week. University of Finley is in action tonight, this Thursday night. They're 2-0 on the year, taking on Ashland. I implore you to go out to Campbell, or to uh, to Finley and go see this team play on Saturday. They're loaded with local talent. Madison Stolley from Lima Central Catholic right about four points a game through her first couple of games. And uh, Croy Gymnasium is what I was looking for. Paige Bellman from Columbus Grove, 10.5 points, 10 rebounds a game after transferring over from uh, Detroit Mercy. And then you've got Bridget Landon. Her first couple of games in college, 12.5 points a game for a squad 2-0, traveling to Ashland tonight and a home on Saturday against Defiance, hoping to get out to see them play on a Saturday or Sunday before basketball season really gets started. Maybe a Wednesday night as well, but just absolutely love uh, the local area. If you've got a team or an athlete that you know you want to hear me talk about on this podcast, there's so many. Again, it's so hard sometimes to uh, keep up with because there's so many terrific ones. Notre Dame College, Will Voorhees ends up as an All-American last year for the men just uh, out of Columbus Grove. And if you want to hear it, you can tweet me at Michael Hearn PVP or find us on Facebook as well, facebook.com slash Michael Hearn PVP. But just uh, a wealth of local talent, Ohio Northern University as well has got a program sort of in limbo after losing a couple of top players last year. I hope that they're good. Campoli Court is one of my favorite places to see and watch a game. And Northern needs some good luck right now. But whatever you do, go out and support local talent when they make that transition into college. I try to whenever I get a chance. Sometimes that is a problem, but I could not be more proud to have done a lot of these games from a lot of these kids in the college ranks right now. Just a tremendous amount of talent. Speaking of that, We'll talk to Kelsey Schaefer, talk about her Spencerville Bearcats soccer season and her basketball season when we come back at about the All-Star game on Sunday in Finley. You're on Around the Hearn. Are you in Spencerville and looking for a place to eat before the Bearcats play? Well then, head to my place, 128 North Broadway, for deep-fried mushrooms, chili cheese fries, the best pie around, and soup of the day. If you're in a hurry and just want to order some to go, you can give Doug and his staff a call at 419-647-4062 and they'll have it ready for you. My Place Restaurant at 128 North Broadway in Spencerville, a proud supporter of Bearcat Athletics. Talking with Kelsey Shaver, the all-time leading goal scorer in Spencerville girls history and 69 career goals, 28 career assists, two-time NWC champ, district champ. All of those have to sound really good to be able to hear looking back. Yeah, they really do. It's so amazing to see how far the team came over my last four years and how far I could grow as an individual and how we could grow as a team. It's amazing to hear all those things said about the team I've played with. And it's, again, for people who don't know, it wasn't that long ago there was no soccer program at Spencerville. And you're kind of, uh, when people will look at it later, you're kind of the trendsetter because you're in the first senior class to come through that gets to play for all four years. And you guys obviously set a very high bar for the next group to come through. Yeah, I think we really did for us all to play together us six seniors and finish this season out with all those great things. And these four years have just been so amazing for us. 
And I really do think there are a lot of big uh, steps to be followed in, but I have hopes that we can have another team that's just as good. You look back at it now as you're kind of a couple of weeks removed from the end of the year, and uh, how much fun did you guys have playing together? I had the most amazing time ever. I mean, I don't know what I would do without soccer, and I think all six of us seniors really just can look back and go, wow, those were an amazing four years. And you had probably the most odd last two games when you compare one to the other. Are you playing a monsoon in the district finals? And then the regional semis, it's colder, but you get to play on turf that was kind of, I would say, more like being at home with the way that ball plays. Yeah, I would definitely agree. I mean, our district final game was crazy, and it was like overcoming so much just to win that game and then to play in a game so that was almost exactly like all the home games this season. I really thought that we'd have the advantage, but it turns out that it didn't really work out, but it was still a great game. I've heard nearly every one of the girls say that district final game was so much fun and it's one of their favorite games. Now that they're able to look back at it, it probably wasn't as much fun that night when it was freezing. Yeah, I would have to agree with that. <laughs> it is uh, it is almost basketball season, though. You're just about a week removed from getting the season started at Continental and and that's kind of an odd transition for you because you've got uh, you're a little banged up. It's it's not really a secret, but hopefully yeah. you're you're uh, you're doing all right as you get started the season. Yeah, I'm very excited to get basketball started and see how all of us girls that face almost all of us play soccer together, and we have that team chemistry. I'm really excited to see us start another basketball season. Hopefully, we can do just as well and maybe go just as far. And last year you have. I say maybe one big letdown. You finished second in the conference, a couple of games that really were close. You kind of growing up, it's also different for you guys the last handful of years where you're now in those games, whereas historically the Bearcats haven't exactly done real well in the NWC. Yeah, that's true. It is. It was. A, it seems like a lot of pressure, and the last few years we've just fallen a bit short, but I really hope that this year we can come out at top of the conference instead of second or third. Do you guys feel that going into your year this year? Yeah, I believe so. I think we have hope that we can do it. You also have uh, a little bit of a difference where the last handful of years you've had Nalea Burden on the soccer team. She plays volleyball this year. You go into basketball and she's back. It kind of gives you, I would think it's kind of like soccer in a way with you and her and Emma where you can run three lanes at a time, I would imagine. Yeah, it definitely is. It's nice to have her back with all her athleticism and just a great teammate to play with. This weekend, you get uh, invited to the senior game. It's got a long name. I can't even pronounce half of it. <laughs> but uh, it's how, how do you look at that and kind of just kind of think, there are only 13 girls that were invited to this. I must have done okay. Yeah, I was really very excited when my coach told me that I would make it. And at first I was like, oh, did any of my teammates make it? And coach was like, well, it's just really hard, like out of all the teams in the district. And that kind of sunk in. I was like, wow, I actually made it. That's awesome. And I'm very excited to go and showcase my soccer abilities. And that is a hard thing, I would imagine, individually, because you've achieved so much kind of because of your team. And I know you guys are really team-based to look at that and go, I kind of wish I could share this. 
Yeah, I really did. I was really hoping that she'd say, yeah, I really made it too, but it just didn't happen. And I mean, I'm very excited and grateful that I'm able to play, but I do wish one of my teammates was going with me. Have you seen the list of your teammates for this? Um, I think I've heard a couple of them, but I haven't seen the, I haven't paid too much attention to the whole list. You're uh you're playing in a, a very high level soccer game on the, uh, Sunday, and yeah. I I personally love the fact that I don't know how if it's supposed to be this way how they did it, but that you guys are actually the two o'clock game, which you can kind of look at as all right. You get to sit and watch the speed of the men's game and see how that'll play on that field in Finley. Yeah, that's true. It should be uh it should be a, a great thing. I'm very proud of you. I want to tell you that and everything that you guys have done. Thank you very much. I really appreciate it. Best of luck to you and everything else you do. Thank you. Eric, what's up with all the new Buicks on the lot? Danny the Dealmaker, those Buicks are the hottest vehicles in the country. Enclaves, Envisions, Encores, people love them because they're stylish, comfortable, well-built, and do everything. And here at Lee Kinsel Chevy Buick GMC, we make sure they're priced right so people can easily afford them. The Enclaves are incredible. Literally like driving down the street in your living room. All the comforts of home right at your fingertips. Danny, the Envision and Encore are smaller versions of that Enclave. Less money, but not less comfort. Our Lee Kinsel Buicks are an amazingly good buy. And they lease well, too. You bet. Come see us and drive one today at Lee Kinsel Chevy Buick GMC at 650 West Urban Road in Van Wert. See what we have online at LeeKinsel.com or call us at 866-LEE-KINSEL. And as a sales manager in the pre-owned department, I'll make sure you get the absolute most money for your trade. And as owner, I'll make sure your overall deal is the absolute best possible. Lee Kinsel is your Buick store. Stop by and drive one. You'll love it. Like Chevy says, find new roads. To finish up this first episode, I first want to say a big thank you to... uh, Lee Kinsel and uh, their support of this podcast because here's something kind of funny for you. There are a lot of people that I trust to uh, put things out and uh, to help out with high school athletics. And the guy who uh, is always behind everything is Eric McCracken. I cannot say enough good things about what he does. And this isn't a Lee Kinsel plug, but that's his outlet. He's able to help give back. And I love being able to work with people like that. And Eric does just an amazing job. We've been able to work together the last handful of years. And if you see him, if you're at Lee Kinsel on West Urban Road in Van Wert, I know, cheap plug, please be sure to thank him for me. Uh, I text him and asked him if I could have him as a part of this podcast. And for Doug and Vaughn at my place and Vaughn's place, thank you to them as well for uh, being a part of our Spencerville and Audeville coverage, but just tremendous guys. And be sure if you see the three of them to thank them for uh, everything that they have done for local athletics. I cannot say enough good things about them as people. And I neglected to mention during the volleyball segment, I wanted to talk about this too. Congratulations to Bremen, Second title in three years. They uh, beat Fort Lorby in the finals to win the Division Four state title. And shout out to my guy, Colin because he was covering that game in Dayton. It's at the Nutter Center where they play volleyball and nearly didn't make it to Franklin in time to cover St. Mary's, came in and hung out in the booth with Denny and I while he wrote his story. Just a tremendous amount of great writers in the area as well. Uh, He and Gary Raspberry in Salina. You've got Jake in St. Mary's and uh, my, my guy, Tom Usher, and Mark Allstetter and Jose 
at the Lima News. Joe does a great job at the Delphus Herald. Charlie in Putnam County. And if you can't hear these games uh, live, wherever they may be, we've got a ton on Z Sports Live, WZOQ Radio, WKKI in Salina, NK Telco, WOSN. We're so blessed to have so much great coverage. But again, I just kind of wanted to try to put my own personal stamp on being able to be around these kids 300 days a year and say how proud I am of Northwest Ohio. I wear that like a badge of honor whenever that it comes up. And uh, if I can ever do anything to help any kid get more promotion, please don't hesitate to reach out to me. It's Mike at michaelhearn.com. You can find game recaps and athlete spotlights on the website at michaelhearn.com at Twitter at Michael Hearn PBP. And, uh, Thank you so much for listening to the debut episode. We've got more coaches and more players next week. Maybe uh, some members of the media as well. Always trying to find a new thing to try to help out local athletes however we can. This has been the very first episode of Around the Hearn. A big thanks to Keith Utendorf and Kelsey Schaefer for being a part of it. Have a great night and an even better tomorrow. We hope you've enjoyed this edition of Around the Hearn. Come back next week for more local stories from the NWO. But until then, be sure to follow us on Twitter at Michael Hearn PBP for more great area content.